Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of From the Sideline Podcast. It's your boy, Coach Handy here. Coach, Coach Lang in the building. Yeah, so we here. Um, we're going to give a little bit of twist this time. Um, we're actually going to talk about these NFL playoffs. Um, uh, the two games, and we'll, we'll kind of give you our highlights on how we feel about the two games for Monday night. Uh, we'll, we'll Bills and Steelers and the Eagles and Buccaneers. Um, but we're going to give you a recap of um, the games from this weekend. Uh, and we'll start with the uh, the first game from Saturday, which was, I believe it was the Browns and Texans. Yes, the Browns and Texans. Um, and I know I had went live on our uh, Instagram and our Facebook page at halftime of that game. They kind of gave, you know, like a halftime update of, you know, what I saw from that game and some some different things, and I'll tell you one thing: uh, Houston's Houston's different. Uh, you know that game. I will say that I chose Cleveland. You know, with the way Cleveland was playing, and yeah, I uh, I got to eat my words there. I got to eat my words there. So, you know, how'd you feel about that game there, Coach Lang? Man, C.J. Stroud is a monster. And I'm not going to lie, I picked Cleveland too. I thought that defense was going to shut him down. He was a rookie. You know, I, I didn't think he would be ready for the playoffs. And, and they would just be all up. Miles Garrett and the boys would be all over him. But, damn, C.J. Stroud <laughs> was like, that man looked calm. He didn't look flustered. He was making every throw, every right play. Like, these young boys, man, I know we're going to talk about Green Bay too, but it's it's impressive to see these young kids just step into the league like this and just take over a game like these two quarterbacks have done as rookies, man. But CJ Stroud is a real deal, man. So I ain't I wouldn't I'm not gonna sleep on them no more, I tell you that much. Yeah, I could definitely agree with you there. It's that uh I I was impressed. I was super impressed. Um, you know, although you know Flacco didn't play well and uh that defense didn't play well. I, you know, you got to give credit to where credit's due. And, you know, a lot of that had to do with Houston's defense. Yeah, that man turned back into Jay Fluco real quick. <laughs> back-to-back <laughs> He was killing for a minute. Then he said, yeah, I'm just go ahead and go back to Jay Fluco real quick. So I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's keep it a buck, man. I mean, they, you know, 45 points. I, I wasn't thinking that they were going to put up 45 points, but shout out to D'Amico Ryans and those guys being able to give that team a complimentary ball all across the board. I mean, <laughs> to hold their druggers to 14 points and defensively they showed up. But uh, like you said, Joe Flacco, we know who you are. Shout out. To- <laughs> Sorry, we love you, man, but we know who you are. Sorry, you know. <laughs> but yeah, man, CJ Stroud, you know, he went with. Six, seven, 16 for 21, 274, and three tighties. That, that was a hell of a day. They had, what, that was 30 points in the first half, I think it was. I mean, they played yeah. well. I think the offensive coordinator did, you know, didn't try to make the TJD too much. Um, they didn't really get yep. the running game going, but so much. I mean, Singletary has 66 yards rushing. They didn't really get the, get the running game going, but I think the Browns, you know, the Browns are the Browns, man. Let's be honest. Like, I mean, they're <laughs> – just happy to be have a have a seat at the table, man. That's that's, that's how I feel about it. Like the Texans and the Browns, irrelevant football. It is what it is. Texans will be done next week. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, and it's weird. I I thought uh, Cleveland was going to try and lean on the run game a little more, mm-hmm. um, but I, a lot of that changes when you get down early, um, and when you get down early, it kind of pulls you away from your game plan. So you want to try and strike quickly to try and get back into the game. But when it's a lot of game left, I think it's best to just stick to your guns. Stick to your guns, you know, and and you relied on your your run game and your play action stuff, and they got away from it. You know, I mean, you go back and look, they threw the ball 46 times and only ran it 20. Mm. You know, Houston was, they were balanced. They were 50-50, 22 runs, 22 pass plays. You know, so so that stuff. Better than that. Yeah, you know, that stuff matters, you know. And and, and again, I, I felt that's where Cleveland got themselves, um, you know, caught in a bind because, you know, they they got down quickly and they, they tried to, you know, strike quickly instead of just sticking to their guns, you know. So, you know, I, I think Houston and, and Baltimore is going to be a pretty interesting matchup, but I'm just going to be flat out honest. Baltimore is probably the best. They're the best team in football. You know, after I watched what Baltimore did to San Francisco, you talking about a defense that's just flying around. Baltimore's got a defense that's flying around. You know, they got a lot of veteran guys out there too. Yeah, I think America loves the hardball. It's just a narrative that's being created. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, come on, man. Michigan now, now the Ravens, but. I think the biggest statistics out to be between Cleveland and the Houston game was the two the two turnovers. I mean, that's the top. I mean, Houston was plus two in the turnover differential. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. That and that 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 changes the game. I mean, it, it flat out changes the game. Yeah. I'm but wasn't statistically speaking, Cleveland's defense better than Baltimore's this year? Yeah. What yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Cleveland was number one. Um yeah. Or hold on, I could tell you that right now. Uh based so on is, and I'm like, man, listen, I know Baltimore got a good defense, man, but like I said, I ain't sleeping on them Texans next week, man. Like they could put up numbers <laughs> and maybe cause some turnovers from Lamar, man. Lamar ain't really did it in the playoffs, man. Like he always killing the regular season and then he just kind of phases out. So I want to see what he's gonna do next week. I because think, I haven't seen I think um what I've saw from Lamar this year is a little is a lot more poise. Um, and I, I I feel that his year this year was better than his MVP year. Because his MVP year, he was just kind of making plays with his legs. This year, he's not really making plays with his legs. He's more extending the play and still keeping his eyes down the field. So I I, I think, you know, like that's that's the difference with Lamar now as opposed to um, you know, in previous years. Yeah, but you don't know that yet, though. You don't know what he's going right. to do when them lights come on next week. You got to shoot that same I mean, type game. Statistically, the Browns were special. Looking at it right now, 21 points a game. Yeah. Yard, they give up 400 yards a game. Yep. Total. Uh, they were mind, what were they, what were they? I mean, I think the biggest thing that sticks out for them. I mean, uh, they, they had the number one ranked defense, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, you know they had a number one ranked defense, and Baltimore is number six. You know the the difference yeah. is, the difference is, Baltimore has given up less touchdowns. So mm-hmm. you can score points on Baltimore, but they're going to hold you to three. You know right. where as opposed to Cleveland, 
Cleveland's giving up 44 touchdowns. So it kind of – you're talking almost 50% there. You know, you're right around that, what, 50 – 52, 53% difference as far as touchdown, uh, um, non-touchdown ratio. So, yeah. I mean, Baltimore definitely gives up less touchdowns as opposed to Cleveland who gives up, you know, has given up more. I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say we got an upset special. Mm. I'm on my lead Corso right now. Upset. Mm. D'Amico Ryan is going to get this defense popping and it's going to be an upset special. 21 oh. Upset. Ooh. Coach Scott pulled out the 21 to 14. Mm. I got to write that one down, Coach Scott. <laughs> hey, man, just going to go out and let maybe, I don't know, maybe it's some red cup. I don't know what it is. We're going to figure this thing out, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Coach Scott put 21 14, right? 21 14. It's in Baltimore. 21 14 upset special. If they right. can get the young fella, they can get CJ Stroud going. Get the ball out of his hands. He makes no mistakes. I think the Texans got a good chance. Mm. All right, Coach Lang, where you at with it? I can't go there, man. I'm a single analytics, he said. Yeah, I, I can't, man. If, if this young boy goes out and beats Baltimore the next week, yo, they done found the next one. They done found the next black Jesus for real. So I, I I still got I think it might it's gonna be closer than everybody thinks. I think I got Baltimore 27-21. Mm. Okay. So pretty much whoever got the ball last. Yeah, I th- I think uh yeah, Baltimore gonna pull it out, man. I'm um I, I'm I'm going with Baltimore too. Um but I'm 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 gonna shake it up a little bit. I'm gonna go twenty eight to seven. I think mm. I think that Baltimore defense, <laughs> you know, I have to watch what they did to, like I said, San Francisco and that run game and being able to get the Brock Purdy. I think uh, I, I think that defense is going to step up to the plate. So I'm gonna go Baltimore twenty eight to seven. Okay, all right. I like you that. know, I like that. I like that. So uh, let's talk about that next matchup, which was that Kansas City Miami game. Coach Lang didn't like it because it was in the cold, but I thought that game, it still was a good game, no matter what the degree Stupid, was. man. Let me tell you something. Cheetah, my man was out there with no sleeves. That's what I'm talking about, baby. No sleeve gang right here, baby. No sleeve So y'all gang. mean to tell me, y'all mean to tell me it's, it's 2024. Yeah. Y'all like playing in the cold in the yeah. 1940s, man. Yeah, This absolutely. is 2024. Why why would you mess up somebody's game, have them slipping around, cold, helmets cracking, <laughs> fans sitting in the negative five degrees? I got Tyreek Hill. This man can't even run on his heart behind turf field, man, because he's losing speed. You got wind blowing. You got snowflakes in your, in your eyes, man. Like, it's messing up the game. Everybody should have a dome, man. Everybody. Hey, you, know, you know what the best part of that game was? I can watch from the confines of my TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I was never like, nah, it's it just, nah, I can't. Bro. Man, it got to change that, man. Listen, man, Kansas City thing, got man. I, But I said it to you, though, before, like, there's only seven teams in the NFL with a dome. Yeah. So they need right? to change that. And, and out of the seven teams, six of them, or I'm sorry, four of the six are in the South. 
But think about it. You got both Miami teams or both Florida teams. Neither one of them got a dome. They are outdoors. You got mm-hmm. Dallas, New Orleans, um, Dallas, New Orleans, Atlanta, Minnesota, Minnesota. No, Minnesota's outdoors. And aren't they? No, they got no, no, no. Yeah, Minnesota is. They, they they're indoors now. Minnesota, Detroit, and there was one more team. You said the Saints, the Texans, the Texans. Yeah, New Orleans. So the Texans, they're the six teams that have legit domes. Now, you can look at SoFi Stadium, right? And yes, it may be covered on the top, but the ends are actually open. So if it rains, it still rains inside the stadium. So to me, that's not a dome. You so know what, what I mean? about y'all stadium? Y'all got y'all stadium opens and closes. I said Dallas. Yeah, I said no. Oh, well, right. here's the thing. It opens, but it really don't. Like it, it opens and closes, but it's like a little small sliver of it. Like it's enough to let some air in. And that's it. Like if it rained, the scoreboard gonna go out because it's right there. <laughs> man, this is dumb, man. It's twenty twenty four, bro. Nobody should play in those conditions. Hey, like man. nobody. So you telling me that last game with Pittsburgh when it was pouring torrential rain? I loved it. They, what? I loved every minute of That's it. That's terrible football. Nah, so listen. Your, I so loved your it. Cowboys lost a game. Because the ball slipped through somebody's hand for a fumble, you're not gonna be upset because it is because it's raining. No, because I know they practice with wet footballs. Nah, man, this this 2024, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah. So no, you want to cancel a game because it's raining? I don't want to cancel on, it. I'm just man. saying, in the future, in 2025, the NFL needs to make sure everybody's got a dome because not they got to stop that. letting weather dictate these games. They're not gonna do that. You told that. me that game was fair for Miami and down there. Yeah, Tua just can't throw. In Kansas City, nah, nah, bro. Tua can't throw. It, it took away from their skill play. It was too cold. It was <laughs> too cold out there. You think you y'all want to play in negative ten degrees? Y'all want to play in that? Listen, my senior year in high school, man, we played on a sheet of ice at West Defford, and we 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 was getting after it. Like we was getting after it. I ain't even gonna lie. It was fun. That was different, man. That don't make sense to me, man. And what it a was a Monday night. Player, <laughs> so what a basketball player wanna be out. So Steph Curry is outside and it's windy. Is that not gonna mess up Steph Curry's whole game? How are we gonna compare <laughs> basketball to football? <laughs> because they're playing in prime conditions no, to show their skill the set. Football different. doesn't allow for them to show their skill set yes, when they're playing do. in rain, snow, <laughs> sleet, hail, negative five degrees. They're not getting to show their skill set. Yes, they do. They not. Listen, real no, dog. Not, bro. Listen, it makes listen, the game listen. unfair. Nah, bro. Real dogs show up, man. All right, we had a broken helmet in the game. Yeah, you know I mean. Patrick Holmes is running like the running back. Like, come on, man. I Listen, I loved it. I'm not feeling it, bro. Sadly, this is Kansas City's last week of football. They're not <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't give a darn what's going on. They're not getting out the second round. Buffalo's going to win tonight, and it's over for them. I will say this. I hope so. I will say this, Lane. Like, just going back and looking at the stats from the Miami game, Miami was built on running the football. Like, that's just how their offense is built. It's built on running the football. They only ran the ball 18 times. Yeah. That's their fault. Mm. You threw the ball 40 Uh times and ran it 18. Ain't nobody's fault but yours. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, Kansas, Kansas City, Kansas City ran the ball 34 times and threw it 41 times. But you start they're starting running back at 24 carries. Mm. Come on, man. And in conditions like that, like you almost first off, you got Devin A. Chain, they got uh Raheem Moster, and they have uh James Wilson Jr. You telling me those three running backs you got, you couldn't find a way to to hand the ball 30 times to just those three guys? Come and on, it was man. packing the box, man. They had eight people in the box. They couldn't run it. First of Listen, all, who was but, who was Rashid? Who was Rashid Rice? First of all, so 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 you eight, eight catches for one hundred thirty. Uh, you know he related to the Pointer Brothers up here. Yeah, Tavares and uh, Tavares Pointer. Yeah, he related to them. That's their uh, nephew. Listen, unless you kill Kansas City and end them, they gonna keep haunting people, man. They somebody gotta end them, man. Like they it's gotta beat it's the Andy Reid effect. I'm tired of the Reid effect. I'm tired of Kelsey <laughs> commercials. I'm tired of Patrick Mahomes commercials. I'm tired of Taylor Swift doing the swag surf. She ain't had no rhythm. Yeah, like, she I had more rhythm than lose, uh, Britney man. did. I'll tell you that much. Britney looked bad. Get him out of there. Uh-uh. I need somebody to get them out of there, man. Tired of the Chiefs. Kansas American story, but right now, I don't see them beating the Ravens. I don't see them beating Buffalo. All right. We're going to see. I can respect that. I can respect that. But, at, look, like I said, I, I still thought it was a good game. Um, Just Miami got out of they, they just went away from their comfort zone. You know, you can't – I'm sorry, but two is not a quarterback that can drop drop back 40 times. You just can't do it. That's not two of you know what I mean? He's a guy. He's a play action guy. You got to involve more run. You know, I, but hey, it, it almost it is what it is. I I will say this though, right? Is it very ironic? Um, going into that game, that when you looked at Kansas City uh, receiving core, right? There was one receiver that didn't play that game. I bet Ooh. you, who was the receiver that just struggled all year for Kansas City? Oh, the boy that been dropping the passes. Oh, he ain't playing that game. I didn't even realize. Guess what? Guess what? He was inactive. Yo, a healthy scratch. He was a healthy scratch for that game. I said. Mm. Okay, I, I see what Andy Reid doing. Who the heck is Rashid Rice? I'm looking at these stats right now. Like, yeah, listen. Targeted 12 times, eight catches for a buck 30. Uh, Tutty. Yep. Travis Kelsey had seven catches for 71. Like, after, they, after, they, that, they, after that, it's nothing. There's nothing else. Nah, Pacheco, so, and that's the thing. Pacheco running like a runaway sleeve, 24 carries, 89 yards. <laughs> Come on, like. And they still find ways to win, man. That's why you got to beat. Savala. Shout out to Savala. Right. I don't like their run game. I just don't like it. I mean, nah, they uh, like I said, they they inactivated Kadarius Tony, and they played Justin Watson more. So it's like, I I don't know. That's I think that's a sign right there. Like my man, you out of town. Two catches, twenty yards for Justin Watson. Mm, yeah. I had him in a parlay to get 25 yards, and that bum couldn't even get five more yards. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. 20 yards? Yeah, that's brutal. That that That's brutal. I ain't even going to lie. That is brutal. 
So, I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, Andy Reid is any Andy Reid, you know, he he just does what he do, man. Did y'all um, see that man? It was frozen. It was frozen, yeah. Yeah. It was had icicles on his mustache. <laughs> the Miami coach had frostbite on his nose. Yep. Y'all think people want to play in that? Yeah, they did. They did, didn't they? <laughs> they? People probably got hurt, man. Toes probably messed up. Ankles. Nah, I doubt it. Up. I doubt it. They need to stop that nonsense, man. We can go to the next <laughs> game. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> All right, so the next game, uh, let's talk about this uh, that Lions uh, Rams game first before we get into uh, you know the game that no one wants to really talk about unless you're an Eagles. Oh, fan. No, I want to talk about that <laughs> game, but all right. But let's talk about, about Rams Detroit. Lions first. Detroit ain't been ain't been relevant since I've been here in Detroit. Hey, shout out to Matias Spawn and Marcus Holman. Y'all are like in heaven. Hey, right now. hey, listen, man. Yeah. Real yeah, fans this right is there. Last, this is your last week of football. <laughs> it's the Lions. Let me tell you it's something, though. I rock with Dan Campbell, though. I rock with him, too, but this is. I rock week. with him. Yeah, I, I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them surviving. Um <laughs> Uh yeah, that's gonna be a uh, uh, different. Don't, don't let South Philly come to Detroit. It's a South Philly takeover. That's all I'm saying. Don't let South Philly come to Detroit. It is it's gonna be hands and feet put on y'all. Don't worry about that. Got the Eagles indoors. Give a what? Come on, man. But yeah, uh, shout out to J uh, Jared Goff. Twenty two for twenty seven. He picked them apart. That's what you call this. Yeah. Twenty two for twenty seven. Two seventy seven. Three tutties. We had one touchdown. Sorry. Uh, Montgomery, what do you have? 14, 14 50, 57, 57, yeah. Uh, that, just, that was a sure defense. There wasn't a whole lot of offense being done. I mean, 81%, no. 81 and a half completion percentage. I mean, they pretty meat, like like old man Steve Hasty said, pretty meat and potatoes here. You know what I'm yeah. Like, it is what it is. And again, you're talking run, pass, differential, 27 pass, 25 run. You can't get any they more just, than that. They're just, they're the Detroit Lions. Like, we, okay. <laughs> America loves the underdog story, Eminem, all that bull crap. Okay, come on, come on, man! You're <laughs> y'all ain't been relevant since the water in Detroit. Y'all ain't been relevant since the water in Detroit. Now. <laughs> cut it out, cut it out, bro. Let's he said the water, dang, bro. No, so I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It is what it is. Like, you know, but it's the Detroit Lions. We know, we know who they are. Like Dennis Green, we they are who we thought they were. They're done. <laughs> They're done. I, when I had the Rams beating them, like I, I did think I did too. Tapper was gonna come in there and upset. I mean, but they had a little holding call and uh Puka Nakua, man, that didn't get called. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was but let me tell you something. All right, let me I I'll say this, man. Even even looking at the Rams numbers, uh I mean Matt Stafford played a heck of a game. Mm -hmm. 25, 36, 367. Come on. I mean, what else can you ask the man to do? You know what I mean? 425 like, yards of offense. I mean, it, you can't ask for more. They, no. they behind Dallas. That is in the, so far, Dallas hit the most yards and the Rams hit the second. Yeah. 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 What else Detroit can you ask? A, a whopping. Well, Detroit is like third to last with 334. <laughs> <laughs> what What else can you ask, man? You know, like it, Puka Nakua had nine catches for a buck 81. Mm-hmm. 
They they found a gem with that kid, man. Oh, I don't hands know. down. No, first off, how about him and Kyron Williams? They're both fifth yeah. round picks. Up though, man. Like, what, is he still hurt? I mean, he only had like thirty yards that game. And that man used to be unstoppable on that route running. Now he's like, well, he had nine hurt. targets. He had nine no. targets, but only had five catches. I mean, Puka Nakua had ten targets, and he had nine catches. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. How how do we grade yeah. uh, Cooper Cup right now? You Man, know, I, he, I, I, I'm thinking he's not 100%. Yeah, I feel no bad for uh, – Right. I feel bad for Tyler Higby, though. That that was a nasty hit. I will say that. That was oh, yeah. Hurt. I, oh. Yeah, that that was nasty, man. And just to see him get up and walk off the field under his own power was impressive to me. But that was nasty. Oh, that First was nasty. This nigga, this joker knee bent like a C backwards. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, get him out of here, done. But so, yeah, man. I mean, you know, with Detroit moving on, like I, you know, I, I definitely agree with with Coach Scott. I don't. I think their juice runs out next week. Um. I mean, the GM is celebrating like they won a Super Bowl. Hey, man. And uh, y'all, y'all not in. Y'all just happy to have a seat at the table right now, bro. Y'all not ready. Hey, he a brother, ready. so I'm a supporter. Yeah, that's grown, <laughs> this grown man business, bro. This grown man business. <laughs> um, I did, they did my man Barry Sanders dirty. Yo. Yeah. It is hey, crazy. Barry was at the game last night? Yeah, I know. Chicken heads <laughs> and kissing babies. You know, he's... <laughs> Well, let, let's get to let's so, get to the game. Like, right yeah, now. let's let's get to this Dallas. Let's uh, fast forward this thing. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's go ahead and get to this Dallas game. Um, you know, I know, behind. I Whoa! I know these two Eagles fans, man. They've been waiting for this, but uh, I got some things to say, man. I got some things to say. Um, but let let me just say something though. I had the Cowboys minus six on my on my parlay because it, it was no way I'm like they're not losing it to Green Bay. They're sixteen zero at home. You know, they running through teams. And I just don't understand how every season in the playoffs, y'all just choke it up, bro. And I'm just, like, wow. amazed at how y'all never show up. And I know what you're going to say, that it wasn't Dak Prescott's fault. It was all the defense. But it was Dak Prescott's fault as well. Listen, because I got some if, things If I know how say. football is played, they come down and score – that got a chance to come down on the other end and score. I got and some he things did. to say, man. Out. They come got... down and score again. Dak throws a pick. They come down and score again, and this man throws a pick six. So I think you got to put some blame on your boy Dak. Shoulders I got some bit, things to say. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's let the Cowboy fan address the team. And then so, we're going to come in and close the gas. All right. I am not saying Dak doesn't deserve any blame in this. All right. We're going we're gonna to address that right now. The first interception should have been a defense pass interference or a holding, whatever it was. It was just way too much contact for it to happen. Did it get called? No, it's playoff football. So what happens? It doesn't get called. But uh, Dak should have never made the throw. And the reason why Dak should have never made the throw is because Brandon Cook ran a crappy route. We're just going to call it. We're going to call that from the door right now. Brandon Cooks ran a crappy route and it allowed Jair Alexander to still to, to play aggressive on the route, and get the interception. So, I explained to a friend of mine on Facebook. He was like, man, I just don't understand it. 
you know, I'm putting this all on, on Mike, Mike, Mike McCarthy. And I said, I'm not putting it all on Mike McCarthy. I said, here's one reason why I can't put it all on Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy don't have no say-so when it comes to that defense. You know why? Because Jerry Jones has all the say-so when it comes to anything that's going on as far as um, that coaching staff. You can ask any former player, current players, anything. Jerry Jones is in every meeting, every coach's meeting. Why? What are you in there for? You're the owner. You're the GM. You're the president. Okay, whatever. Go sit in your office and go do your job. Why are you down here trying to micromanage what these coaches are doing? You want to know why Dallas is never going to win? Jerry Jones is the reason why Dallas is never going to win. Because every week, why are the cameras quickly to go circle up around him? I don't want to hear from that dude. Okay, you bought a football team. That don't mean you know football. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like, um, what's the name over there with the Mavericks? Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. He bought a basketball franchise. That don't mean he know basketball. And I have nothing but respect for Mark Cuban, right? But also at the end of the day, there's no reason for Jerry Jones to be in my coach's meetings. Now, everybody want, like I said, everybody wants to put blame on solely Mike McCarthy. But as a defensive coordinator with Dan Quinn, and I've been saying this for three years when it came to Dan Quinn, you go back and look at the first Philly game we played, San Francisco game, the Buffalo game, right? I'm sorry, and the Arizona game. All right, so those four games were games we lost, right? And all four of those games, who scored first? Y'all the did. other team. No, we did not. Because you know what happened? Y'all, when we played y'all, y'all took the ball and y'all walked right down the field and scored. Oh, yeah, you're right. Right? Buffalo, they took the ball, walked right down the field and scored. Arizona took the ball, walked right down the field and scored. What did Green Bay do yesterday? Won the coin toss. Oh, we're going to take the ball. What'd they do? They walked right down the field and scored. <laughs> so, so what's your offense do after that? But that's what I'm saying. Go back and look at all the films, right? It Dallas, they had this tendency when they get scored on, they feel like they have to make the big play coming right out on offense, right? But what does that do for the other team's defense? It pumps them up because why? They now know Dallas, the offense, is going to play with their backs against the wall, and they're going to try and make the big play to even the game up. That's just what happens with because they're young football players. I hate to say it. Now, the issue that I have, we, essentially we are. for like 10 years, bro. Who? Dak. He ain't 30, bro. <laughs> Y'all got Gallup. He an old head. He ain't 30. Y'all got the other receiver that's an old CD head. CD Lamb ain't 30. CD Lamb the only one that's young. Yeah, and so is Michael Gallup. <laughs> Bruh, them dudes but ain't listen, young, man. But listen, but even still, the issue that I have with our defense is we don't put pressure on the quarterback rushing just four guys. We don't. You can go back and look at any a, a boatload of our film. And I and I don't have to go back and look at it because I watch it during the game. Go back and look at the game last night against Green Bay. How many times did we did we blitz more than Green Bay could block? Not one time. 
we either rush four or he sent the fifth person. Hey, dumb dumb, they're blocking with five to start to play with. And then well, y'all got he just he it, had bro. this magic. He had this magical idea. Oh, let's drop Michael Parsons in the coverage from the defensive end spot. If you're gonna put him in coverage, play him at middle linebacker. Because in my eyes, that's what Michael Parsons should be playing. He should be playing middle linebacker. There's no need for him to be trying to rush off the edge constantly because he wants to chase the ball. So put him in a spot that's going to allow him to play sideline to sideline. You put him on one side of the field, and now he's confined to that side of the field. So what do teams do? They run away from Micah Parsons. And then he has this magical idea. Let's put Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence on the same side. And then I'm going to put Dorrance Armstrong and and Vern, uh, and and Michael Golson on the same side. And who they run at? Golson and Armstrong. And they're running away from Lawrence and Parsons. Mm. But the biggest issue Dallas has is they have no linebackers. Both of the linebackers they have playing are 215 pounds. If I got a 300 offense, 300 pound offensive lineman has got to climb to the se- second level. Soon as he gets, soon as those linemen got their hands on Marquise Bell, it was curtains, curtains. You got a six foot five, 235 pound J. Ron Curse. Sitting in the middle of the daggone field for what reason? Put his behind a linebacker. Mm-hmm. So at the end no, of the day, at the end of the day, defensively, I watched us sitting at too high, and they ran the ball down our throat like a glass of water. Oh, and we said, "I nah, we ain't even pausing <laughs> it no more, bro." All right? <laughs> because I'm sorry, absolutely, positively, no way. You are going to allow a team to consistently run the football at the rate they was running the football, and you make zero adjustments. Why are we sitting in a too high shell coverage? There's no need for two safeties to be be there. Because the analytics said it. What analytics? The GM and the owner. They ran the ball (laughs) 33 times. They only threw it 20 times. I'm going to disagree with you in part. I'm going to disagree with you in part, though. I'm going to disagree with you in part. Here we go. First problem: you let you let Zeke Elliott walk out the door. Well, I hope I, I didn't get to that part yet. You ain't let me Tony get there Pollard, yet. Tony Pollard is never the guy. Bro, you never, I didn't get to that key, part yet. I was getting there. The key indicator right here: you threw the ball sixty times. Yep. Because we were down twenty, twenty nothing, twenty seven nothing. Dallas's number one problem all season long has been the inability to to run the football. So. That is it. In November and December and January is when it matters. To run the, if you're on the field, he went okay. He went 41 for 60. Yep. 403. Yep. Okay. That's still like a pretty daggone good day. But then he threw two picks. Yeah. And one, was a, and, and one was a pick six. And it was, it was 20 sacked. to nothing at that time. Yeah. The sack four times, three touchdowns he threw. So those, in my opinion, 15 carries for 56 yards, six carries for 45 yards for Prescott. Prescott's a second leading rusher on the team. Come on, bro. There's your problem right there. So, and and that and that was my thing. This is where I throw the blame because people want to still blame, you know, McCarthy. How how can you blame a guy when he's not giving the proper personnel? So Stephen A. Stephen A made a comment on, on first take. He's like, oh, Dak saying the standard. Well, when Dallas was winning Super Bowls, they had 
Roger Stallback and Tony Dorsett and Drew Pearson. Okay. And then they had Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith and Michael Irvin. Okay. And Dallas has Dak Prescott and CD Lamb. So where is the bell cow in there? There is no bell cow because you let him walk out the door. I don't care that Zeke Elliott has lost a step. Our run game got absolutely atrocious this year because we didn't have the back that could go in there and beat a battering ram. I've been saying it all year. Rico Dow should have been the guy. He's a bigger back. He can do the same thing Tony Pollard does. It's just he can he knows how to run through tackles. Tony Pollard yeah. likes to run into tackles. I never I, older. He's older. You let you let David Ruffin walk out the door. That was yeah. oldest. Ain't nobody come to see you, oldest. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem like, right there. And, and and that so it's weird. The one play, I think it was uh after the interception, they scored, and then we somehow got the ball at like R5 or something like that. I looked and CD Lamb is at running back. They ran the same exact play they would run with Tony Pollard with C.D. Lamb. And I watched C.D. Lamb legitimately turn nothing into a five-yard gain. If it was Tony Pollard, it would have been a one-yard loss. Tony and everybody's like, oh, he, he he's still favoring the ankle. I'm sorry, you're 17 games into the season since that ankle injury. I don't want to hear it. You're just, you're not it. And I've been saying it for two years with Tony Pollard. He's not it. He's too small. And it's the same issue in Dallas. They they have this this mindset for some reason for these hybrid small guys. You are going to get your head beat in every week. I'm sorry. Green Bay, Jordan Love was 16 for 21 for 272. They ran a, a tight end wheel route play off a bootleg action. And this joker was butt naked open. It wasn't nobody within 30 yards of him. Yeah, that was crazy. Why? Because they found a way to establish a run game and stuck to their guns. And guess what? For some reason, we're still in a two-high shell. Why are we in a two-high shell? Jordan Love was sacked zero times yesterday. Zero but times. But y'all got, got the number one pass rush ball on your team. So you, you're missing you're my point. excuses for your offense, bro. No, but hold on. You said McCarthy don't get no blame. McCarthy supposedly... Runs the offense. It was going to come over here. Oh, I'm going to run the ball more than what's the name ran it last year. I'm going to take off all offense. If you say your cupboard is bare, y'all got CD Lamb. Y'all got Michael Gallup. Y'all got a tough tight end, Ferguson. Y'all got Cooks. And y'all got Pollard who can catch the ball out the backfield. It was 27 to nothing. Where was Listen, the offense? But, but, you're, but here's the thing this is what I'm saying, right? The offense also has to get into a rhythm, correct? If the offense is listen, they went three and out. That's oh, guess what? A lot of offenses end up doing that. Like it, so there's an offense that's going to go three and out. Unfortunately, they went three and out on the second, on the first, very first drive. Right? They put the pick, football and then they the punt, but, but here's the thing: they punted the football, and then what happened? Green Bay walked down the field again and got a field goal, and then we threw the pick. So at the end of the day, okay, I get it, I get it. We went three and out on the first drive. It happens, right? It's part of the game. But the defense still got to stop somebody. If the defense is still got to score. I, listen, <laughs> if y'all score, y'all put the defense right back on the field. Listen. No I, rest. Listen to what I'm saying. I get that. But if you're a team like Green Bay and you're coming into Dallas, right, 
and your offense says, yo, we taking the ball first because we're going to go score. When you score as a defender, and Coach Scott can back me up on this as a defensive coach, if the offense goes out and scores right away and you're the away team, how much energy does that give the defense? A lot. They turned up. Immediately turned up because you're already coming as the underdog, right? Yeah. And everybody want to talk about how great Dallas defense is. Dallas defense was only great because they got interceptions at times, right? But it wasn't because the pass rush got them the interceptions. That wasn't the case. But I think the pressure, we, I think the pressure was more so, uh, you know, you got you call a Green Bay team playing with house money. Yeah. Nothing to lose, came out firing all cylinders. And you, they, call, they call Dallas lacking. It, but I'm gonna tell you where the other issue was, right? Our DBs got a lot of interceptions this year because we played a lot of men, a whole lot of men. Why was we playing zone yesterday? Analytics. <laughs> you're dropping, you're dropping into a cover two shell. And Jordan Love is looking like Aaron Rodgers throwing a 25-yard dig route off his back leg, and there's the nobody me, around this guy. For the life of me, I don't I don't understand why Dan Quinn changed his whole game. His whole game. It plan, was scheme. It. It's scheme. At the end of the day, it was Dan Quinn's scheme, and he got flat out exposed. I watched I the one play. Go. It was six guys on the line. Six guys. I'm like, oh snap, he actually gonna blitz. And I watched two of these jokers drop in coverage. I'm like, what is the point, bro? You're not confusing the O-line because they know you're not blitzing more than five. You haven't done it all year. So if you're going to change something, change it and do that. But so again, who was the number one scoring offense in the whole NFL this year? Dallas was. They had the number Dallas. one offense. Listen, okay. I, you're missing my point. And if you go I back and you look point, at that. But you're not giving the offense no blame. I never said they, they didn't get blame. They didn't start scoring until the score was 27 to nothing. The game was I over. Never, but listen, I never said they didn't get blamed. Because first off, let's talk about C.D. Lamb with two crucial drops. Let's talk about Brandon Cooks on the one deep route. Dak threw the ball perfect. This joke is just running with his head down. <laughs> Receivers wasn't getting open last night. Point blank period. They just weren't getting open. So that's you got, Mike McCarthy. You got, you, got, you got Jake Ferguson had 12 targets and he had 10 catches. You had C.D. Lamb, 17 targets, 9 catches. Why? Why was that the case? Because Dak's trying to do more than he should have. Trust the the game plan. That's it. Just trust the game plan. The game plan went out the window through the pick six. <laughs> That's the end of the game plan. No, the game plan went out the window when we was down 20 to nothing. That was before the pick six. Yeah. The pick six was he tried to squeak, he tried to force the ball in the CD Lamb, and they ran a cover one uh rat look look. And that dude, he that dude was sitting right in that window. Because they ran oh, a double slant combination, and the dude he thought was gonna carry with Brandon Cooks didn't carry, jumped the route and took it back the other way. So are you not concerned that your quarterback may not be the guy when the playoffs come? Because every year no, I'm not, I'm not concerned. You should be. I'm not concerned. Exactly. Yo, you, you got a soft spot for Dakota, man. You got listen, a soft spot. Nah, listen, listen. That dude, Here's uh, my question. No, no, no. And let's be real with me. Give me a quarterback that's going to be a free agent out this year that's going to be better than Dak Prescott. Caleb Williams is better than him. Wait, there's no way we can get Caleb Williams. He's Justin going number Fields. one. Justin Fields, I can I can agree with Justin Fields. But but here's I'm, the thing, though. I'm like, right? Listen, I respect Dak's game, but come January. 
he make the dumbest mistakes. Those two interceptions cost y'all that yeah. game. But but think about it, Lang. We still got to be able to run the football. I you ain't running the football. That, but... like, all if... season long, I'm not going to throw no picks. I'm not going to throw 10 picks. <laughs> come to playoffs. There you go. There come yeah. the picks. As soon as the play. Why you ain't listen. protect the ball yesterday, bro? Listen. It's January. Listen. He said he played like crap. He and I and I don't disagree with him. I don't disagree. One thing, one, one thing I will say, Lang, is like Jason on the Akita. He said they took him out the game plan when they was down twenty nothing. Now you have to, now you have to throw the ball to conserve the clock, but at the same time, when you have to throw the ball, the other team knows you have to throw the ball. And they pin the airbags. They're pinning the airbags, rushing the pass, and they're sitting in coverage waiting for you to throw the ball. You know, what I mean? so you can't even establish like the, the 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 play action game. You can't even establish anything else because. Now they know you're down three scores. You mm-hmm. gotta get some back into the game right now. You gotta throw the ball. So yeah, but at the same time, I, I if you guys don't go go get a running back first round. And that's the I, key. I I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I think if you wanna see Dak Prescott be successful, right? Let's go back to his rookie year. Why was he successful his rookie year? Because we was able to establish a run game. We had a running back. Right? That that's the one of the, that was the main reason he was successful because we was able to run the football. Dak Prescott had the longest rush for us yesterday, 18 yards. He's your quarterback. That's a problem. It's a but problem. That's cool, bro. Y'all been 12 and 5 for three straight years. When he had a running game, when he don't have a running game. When y'all got linebackers, when y'all don't have linebackers. Y'all had Van Der Esch last year, who was a good I'm, middle linebacker. I'm going to tell you right now. And y'all still losing. Let me tell you so something. It's got to be Jerry Jones ain't going nowhere. So what y'all gonna do about it? <laughs> we know that ain't happening. I'm a, and, and I will say this, and it's funny you brought this name up. But if there was a key person missing off our defense, it is Leighton Van Der Esch. Yeah, he's because tough. He, yeah, he was I would he, because ne- he was I would big. Never on, think, I would never think I would hear you say that. I and I never thought that I would say I heard that. you call him Vander Trash for yes. last <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. You're not lying. And and guess what? But it's but weird to see. Dallas it's weird to see his it, like his impact on, with us with the run game was was completely missing because he was a true yeah. linebacker sized guy, yeah. and we put a guy in there, Ramon Clark, who played strong safety at LSU. We put it, we moved Marquise Bell from a free safety to to will linebacker, yeah, because that's going to make a difference. And then he out there getting punched on, and I love Marquise Bell, South Jersey. You know what I mean? It is what it is, but he's not a linebacker; he is a safety. Play that man in the position where he needs to be. But Dan Quinn, listen, and if people don't really believe me about Dan Quinn, all right, I'm going to give you two scores that you need to go back and look at. 28-3, to three, right, against New England, right? 28-3, to three, Falcons was winning that game. Who ended up winning that game? New England did, right? Yeah. Dan Quinn was calling the defense. Um, and... The the last year he was the head coach in, in Atlanta, they were beating Dallas in Dallas. If I'm not mistaken, the score was 28 to 7. Dallas came back and won that game 52-49, I think it was. Mm. Oh, Who y'all picked the defense. Man. Dan Quinn was y'all picked the man. That's y'all coach. When y'all listen, was playing good and the defense listen. was playing good, oh, Dan Quinn going to be the next head coach. Oh, hey, listen, listen. let me tell you something. Dan Quinn let is the voice something. in the locker room. I now have been gone. asking for Dan Quinn to take a head coaching job for two years. Keeping it listen, a buck. 
Kenny Y'all been got- there. Kenny been at the cave. He know. <laughs> I understand. We- but it, there's no way that team should have lost like they lost yesterday. No, Y'all got too happen. much damn talent. And I'm tired of the, all the excuses. Y'all be choking when listen. the playoffs start. Everybody listen. was playing all tight yesterday. That You could tell Dak was scared those first two possessions. Can I say this, though? Can I say this, Lamar? Go ahead. Go ahead. So it was about three, three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago, and we was talking. I told you that I didn't want us to get the, the number two seed or win the NFCs. Do you remember me having that conversation with us? Yep. And I said, why? Because we're not going to play well at home in the playoffs. I said you that. Did say that. Yep. You're right. I remember. I said, you I'd said rather that. us be on the road because now you don't have that, oh, they're undefeated at home. They haven't mm-hmm. lost a game at home. Now you got all that added pressure. You go on the road. What are they going to say? Well, they suck on the road. They're not going to win. Now they're playing as the underdog role. They don't have the favorite role. They're playing as the underdog role. So now, guess what? They don't have all that added pressure. They got. They're going to have pressure because why? They're Dallas. You know, they're, they're, it's just they're the Dallas Cowboys, right? But if you're yep. on the road, and now let's say you travel to uh, Detroit, right? Let's say you we had to go to Detroit. I don't think anybody was going to say much about the game as far as Dallas being on the road because they're at Detroit. Oh, Detroit's this. They're number two seed and or, or the, the four seed. And this should be a good matchup for Dallas and, and Detroit. And rah, 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 rah. And now Dallas can go out there and just play football without having that added pressure of being a home team and being undefeated. Uh, off, bro. They just off. You just got to call it what it is. Because to yeah. be honest, the only team that people want to say Dallas can't beat is San Fran. I agree. Any other matchup, if y'all played us, they would have been the favorites. They played Detroit, they would have been the favorites. It's only been San Fran. So y'all, you telling me these dudes can't get in their mind, like, yo, we at home, we got the home field advantage, and we're gonna come out and look like this. Can I tell you what? Can I tell you what it was? They took (laughs) they took Green Bay lightly. They took Green Bay lightly. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Man, it's it's the NFL. Who's taking anybody lightly in the NFL? It's one of the long. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. No, listen, listen. I'm that's how I feel. Defensively, our guys took them. Oh, we can get after Jordan Love. Okay. If anybody's been paying attention to Green Bay for since week 12, Jordan Love's had the best numbers for all the quarterbacks in the NFL since week 12. Jordan Love has been the best quarterback in the NFL. He's taking care of the football, getting the ball out quick, doing a lot of things. I was talking to um one of the security guards at work. He's another Cowboys fan. And he asked me, his exact words the other day, he says, what scares you about Green Bay? I said, everything. And he was like, what do you mean? I said, Jordan Love gets the ball out quick. We have we we have trouble getting to the quarterback. I said, so now you allow him that extra second to scan and go to his third or fourth progression? He's going to pick us apart. What happened last night? This is... So this is Jordan Love's last week of playing football. Okay, <laughs> they're gonna play. I, I'm sorry, Forty Niners are gonna play man coverage, and they're gonna destroy all that quick hit stuff, and they're done. Okay, Look, that's that's Dan Quinn's fault. He's out of there. Mike McCarthy, you had Aaron Rodgers for years. You won one ship. You're out of there, buddy. You're gone. You need a new coach. Period. Listen, I, and I'm not you're saying talking, we don't. Uh, we talking about Dallas for twenty minutes now, buddy. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? 28 years of futility. 28 years. Listen, I listen, I'm not I'm not saying at all like I'm going to keep it 100. Green Bay, we ain't beat Green Bay since 2015. So that's that that's that's a number that you know I don't think a lot of people paid attention to as well. Dang. 2015, we ain't beat Green Bay since. Mm-mm. And it was it was the start of what the Des Bryant catch no catch because the yep. year before Damn. we played him in the playoffs and we beat him at home in the playoffs. That next year we played him at Green Bay and it was the Des Bryant catch no catch thing. We have not beat Green Bay since then. Yep, the ashy lip curse because his lips is ashy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Des Bryant. Sorry, bud. Sorry. Done. Hey, you know what I mean? So, all right, let's get into these uh last two games. So let's talk about uh this Buffalo uh Pittsburgh game. If this game get played, I don't know if anybody saw the uh their field condition. Um yeah, that Joan is still in snow right now. They were showing at like six o'clock this morning. Jokers is still there trying to shovel the stands out. Like, oh no! It's, it's, no. They, play. they gotta play. Oh, they no, playing the play. game. They play the game. Four feet of snow. They won't <laughs> have to play. That's what y'all want to play, in, right? That's what y'all want to see. <laughs> y'all want to see Josh Allen slipping all over the field, hey. running back, no grip. That's what y'all want to see. Because listen football, to me. Right? All right, listen That's to me. I'm gonna tell y'all now. I got Pittsburgh in this game. Man, you mm, I'm I'm going Joe Brady all day. Nah, listen. Josh Allen is going Josh Allen. Nope. All right, yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is going. And Joe, we trust. I listen. And Joe, we trust. I love Joe Brady. I love a lot of things he do, but Josh Allen is going to be Josh Allen, and he gonna he gonna manage to throw the game away. It's just what he do. No, I just what he do. How this Pittsburgh team is in the playoffs, man. Mike Tomlin He's is a goat. the freaking Mike. Man. I'm Tomlin at they rock, but I'm like, who do they have? They about to get their ass whooped. They about to get their behind whooped, okay? We're going to see. He's about to reevaluate what I want to do in the offseason. He's out of there. He's out of there, buddy. They're done. They're done. Steelers are done. That era is over. (laughs) Oh, they never had a losing record. They haven't won a Super Bowl since when? Let's think about it. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's Roethlisberger. Yeah, the rapist himself. He's done. We're done. done. Hey, hey, I mean – I get it. You know what I mean? So, man, let's I, let's, get... yeah, let's talk about this Eagle Bucks game, man. Uh, mm. I, I'm going to be honest with you. The reason I think Philadelphia is going to play better is you don't have Princess Brown on the field. And I mm. think everybody else can just play football and don't have to worry about coming to the sideline and somebody over there crying with a tissue in it. You know what I mean? You don't have Princess Brown on the field. I'm sorry I'm calling him Princess Brown because that's what he acts like. You know what I mean? I, A.J. Brown is a very good football player, but that joke cries too much for me. Yeah. You know I'm what I mean? Need, I'm going to need Quez Watkins and my man God, the tight end, to step up for that. That's, Goddard. Goddard has got to step up with, with a lot of lines. The number one thing we got to do tonight is we got to get Swift going. If we don't get Swift going, I, I, could be a let me one. ask y'all this question, man. And, and you know, this is somebody it's coming from an offensive mind, too. But how do you have a thousand yard running back and a guy that can just flat out carry the team? How do you not give him the football? 
I just want to say Sirianni probably been shaving points so that we can get a better matchup, better favorable matchup. He want he don't want to play the 49ers. That's that's the only thing I can make up out of this. Sirianni, you've been shaving points, my boy. You start out firing all cylinders now. So there's Patricia, Sean Desai. We're dropping right. some coverage. What are we doing, guys? Let's not screw this up. Let's not screw Yo, this up. I will say I'm this. Gonna just... I, I, I'm going to say this. And and y'all, y'all know I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. He, I've loved Jalen Hurts since he was in high school. Um, And, yeah, his numbers this year are not – they're not those gaudy numbers, you know, like them Shane 15 Sigmund. interceptions. Let Shane Sigmund go. So the page Shane Sigmund. Yeah. Right? You know, them 15 interceptions. I And I'll be honest, out of those 15 interceptions, I'm going to say half of them were totally on Jalen. The other ones were tip passes, drops, you know what I mean? So I'm not putting all those turnovers on Jalen. Now the fumbles, that's solely on Jalen Hurts. Take care of the football, my guy. You know not I mean? running like, Jalen Hurts like he's a running back. He's and that's not the issue, man. You, Thank you. you. You wonder why he, he he's Thank all you. beaten, banged up. He wasn't beaten, banged up last year because Sirian, uh, um, uh, Shane Steichen didn't run him like that. So why, as a coordinator, would you turn around and want to run him the same exact way? That doesn't make sense to me. It's dumb. And I'm going to tell you all this, man. If my Philadelphia Eagles don't show up tonight after what they watch happen to the Cowboys. He go big. Okay, man, this fan. And they don't come out and play tonight. And they better than Tampa Bay without AJ Brown. So if these dudes don't show up, man, they some suckers. Like for real, I'm gonna be like straight up. They need to dominate tonight, win this game. They got Detroit next week, man. Stop opening up for them. We was ten and one for a reason. Hey, Lang, I'm gonna be honest, bro. The biggest matchup that concerns me is two two matchups: Mike Evans. Mm. That that matchup yeah. is gonna concern me. And then uh what's the other kid? The other receiver, Godwin. Godwin, Chris Godwin. Godwin. Yep. Yeah. Godwin. Those two matchups right there. If Avante Maddox, if I got Avante Maddox had a lot of safety, we got Blankenship yep. not playing, Sidney Brown hurt. Those are the two matchups that hurt me. If we can't get a pass rush going, man. I don't know. And, and Baker, I'll say Baker this. Baker That's the key. And, and I it will say you know, and, and Baker is is still hurt, right? Um but if there's one thing, you know, like I could say about Baker Mayfield that I've liked, and I've been a big Baker fan too, tough. is his toughness. His yep. toughness. You know, but you're talking about Baker Mayfield who went from Cleveland, right? And they made him to be the scapegoat in Cleveland. So they release him. He goes to Carolina. And, you know, that crap show in Carolina, let's just call it what it was. Like Carolina's mm-hmm. been a crap show for the last four years with this new owner. Um and they made him be scapegoat there. So Tampa Bay said, look, we'll take the chance on you. And he leads them to a division title in the playoffs. Listen, I'm going to just be honest. It, it ain't all uh, Baker Mayfield. but Not so but, fast, my friend. But The, the NFC South was the trashest division in the league. Bruh. And listen, <laughs> listen. NFC South and the AFC South, two of the worst divisions in football. You just call, call it what it is. It's just so, something about the South. But see, not, wait. No, no, no. No, no. no. Now that we said something about the South, Right, it's most of these teams with these domes, and 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 Lang keep talking about hey, everybody should get a dome. No, the teams they that should the dome, they suckers. All right, they soft and they suckers. All right, the Saints, what was they this year? Trash. The, the Falcons, what was they this year? Trash. trash. Right. Texas Dallas was just... trash. Okay, so they were Cowboys one team. trash. Then Cowboys. I, I, trash. You you missed my point. I was just about to say. I was just about to say. 
How did we play this year mm-hmm. in the playoffs just now? Trash. Uh-huh. Right? So you had Detroit and you had the Texans. The only two teams in the domes that won. The other dome team didn't even make the playoffs, and that's the Colts. Trash. Man, but listen, Trash. I need my boy right Hassan Reddick from Camden to Trash. step up. I need my boys. That pass rush better show up tonight. If Baker's sitting back there for five, ten Let seconds, me tell you something. man, I'm going crazy. No, I'm, I'm, going glad, crazy. I'm, I'm glad you brought the pass rush up, right? And the reason I say this is, have y'all have y'all ever seen Matt Patricia call defense? What? How yeah, was he in Detroit? Defense. How was he in Detroit? Trash. 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 New England. Trash. 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 He was trash. So, but that- by 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 them moving him to the defensive play caller. What did you what, what tell me how y'all got better cuz you still lost 5 out of the last 6 with him calling the defense. You were better off leaving Sean Desai there. I agree. You was, you was at least getting to the quarterback. Yeah. You may not have been making a play, but you was at least getting to the quarterback. I'm convinced yeah, Sirianni don't want to be a Philly no more. He been he been copping all the shit. He been smoking that fentanyl. He on something wrong with him <laughs> at the end of the day at the end of the day I'm sorry. What would the Matt Patricia do differently? Nothing at all. Nothing. Nope. At least he had the sense to have a side ready rush the passer with his hand in the ground. Yes. Are you kidding me? He this dude has a sign ready dropping in the flat, dropping in the in the hook the curls on. And For the, what, the, bro? For what? He ain't getting no interceptions. That ain't his game. That's like putting Reggie Will Reggie White at at, at Will linebacker saying you got flat responsibility. Yeah, because that's going you're going to be successful doing that, right? Uh, you you reaching with that comparing Reggie White to Hassan Reddick? That's, I'm just that's saying crazy. you're you're moving a D end, crazy, but you're moving a rush end into coverage. That's not something yeah. that they've practiced. That's my point. Nah, nah. like you can't nah, do that. Don't be surprised you see Belichick, went. Belichick and Philly. Don't be surprised. You heard it here first. Yeah, well, I, everybody keep telling me, "Oh, y'all going after Belichick." I need people to understand something about Dallas. Jerry Jones is only going to hire yes men. Do it my way, my way only. Right? He's the why do you when when Bill Cowher was available? All right, and I don't know if anybody went back and listened to this. Somebody mentioned Dallas to Bill Cowher when he left Pittsburgh, and Bill Cowher's exact words was, "That's not an organization I want to coach in because I need control." That right there tells you everything you need to know. You can't have control in Dallas because everything has to be Jerry Jones. There's no way, absolutely no way, you got a Super Bowl winning coach in Jimmy Johnson who win you back-to-back Super Bowls and you fire the man the next year Mm -hmm. or at the end of that Super Bowl year, why would you fire a coach that just won you back-to-back Super Bowls? Yeah, He fired him because that joker said, I want, like, no, I got control of my team. And Jerry says, no, this is my team. So he fired him. Barry Switzer comes in. He replaces him with Barry Switzer, a yes man. They don't make they make the playoffs and lose that next year. And then they win it again in 96 with Barry Switzer. With the same exact team Jimmy Johnson had. Bro, the problem is Jerry Jones. He wants control and he don't want to allow his coaches to coach the organization. Bro, you got one job. Sign the check. Just sign the check. Well, listen. And they're gonna have to so you know what that means. 
Listen, y'all not gonna never win until the man pass away. That's that's the sad thing to say, but I've been saying this for years, Lang. Gary gonna live to like one one ten. He gonna be around to like hundred. Bruh, he got but, a bunch of a good life. But it's also up. it's also why you don't never see me post. We're going to the Super Bowl. I you've never heard those words come out of my mouth, right or wrong. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I've true. I've never no I've never uttered the words we're going to the Super Bowl this year. But you you thought y'all had a chance this year. Every team, every fan thinks their team has a chance. Nah, but that you but listen, y'all had a <laughs> no no not reality watch. <laughs> Not reality wise, uh-huh. no, I knew he did. What you no, knew? You knew I, they was listen, gonna be Green listen. Bay. No, I thought we was gonna be Green Bay. Absolutely, I absolutely thought. And then we was you gonna knew you was Bay. gonna win the next wow. round. So say, say we lose tonight and it was Tampa Bay, y'all I, was gonna be. I had listen. I felt yeah, absolutely. I felt absolutely. that yeah. we were going to at least get to the NFC Championship. I yes, same. I did. I thought the same. I thing. thought the same I thing. thing. I'm not gonna, but. But NFC Championship and Super Bowl is two different things. I never said Super Bowl. NFC Championship, yes. I I felt that we had the opportunity to make the NFC Championship. All right. Okay. But again, like I said, <clears throat> you can never say that I've uttered the words, we're winning the Super Bowl this year. I've never, I've never uttered those words. Because I'm also a realist. I love my team, but I'm a realist too. Yeah. And I just felt we didn't have the pieces that was going to allow us to win a Super Bowl this year. And then guess what? Next year, y'all got to pay a lot of players, boy. Listen, Woo! listen. Oh, so it's funny you brought that up, right? Because I, I, I actually have it right here. So there's, there's a. It's right here on my phone. I'm gonna bring this up because I'm, I'm part of this group on Facebook, right? With, with uh, Cowboys fans, and the dude asked this question, and he said, "Who do we keep and who do we let walk? We all know Dak's not going anywhere." So these are the these are the unrestricted free agents on the list. Left tackle Tyron Smith, running back Tony Pollard, cornerback Stephon Gilmore, Dorrance Armstrong, the DN, J. Ron Kirsch, Jordan Lewis, the corner, Dante Fowler, Noah Igbehan, uh, the other corner, uh, Jonathan Hankins, Tracy, uh, Trent Siggs, our long snapper, uh, Chuma Adoga, the tackle, Neville Gallimore. Rico Dow, Tyler Biotish, our center. So I commented. I said, I'm keeping everyone. And I'm, hold on. I said, I'm retaining everyone and I'm letting Gilmore, Smith, and Lewis go. I'm sorry, Gilmore, Swift, Lewis, and Pollard go. But you ain't bring up the two big dogs that got to get paid next year, which is Michael Ooh. Parsons and C. Lamb. They don't, they don't, they, no, no, they, don't, they don't have to get paid next year. They're going to want to get paid next year. Listen, I know, but you can pay one and then pay the other the following year. But here's the thing. Listen, listen. Listen to what I'm about to say to you, though, Lang. Right? Listen. So what I'm about to say to you, and and this is how we'll be able to pay them, right? You let Tyron Smith walk, right? There's $12 million in the cap you save. You let Tony Pollard walk. There's $10 million. So there's $22 million right there you're adding to your cap, right? You let Stefan Gilmore walk. There's another $10 million. There's $32 million there. So you have enough right now to sign uh, um, Parsons and CeeDee Lamb right now, long term. Because you had that $32 million. For Dak. Dak don't need an extension? Dak can wait heck, another year. Heck no. He heck can, no. Listen, listen. All right. Listen, I don't mind giving Dak an extension, but he ain't getting $60 million. 
No way. Not if it's me. They're going to get no extension. What do you think? They're going to have to give them an extension. Who else they going to get? I wish I, I wish on, I, uh, it's a family program. I wish I can quote my man Shady McCoy. He is <laughs> right. Wait, here's here's another one. Here's right. another one. I said you I said, and I would let Jordan Lewis walk. So now you're adding another 4.5 million. So you're talking 40 million dollars in cap space that you're gonna save by letting and those Parsons, four and guys. Parsons walk. gonna want all of it. Parsons gonna want all of it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Parsons gonna want all that money. Listen, Parsons, listen. Parsons has meant more for y'all than anything. Let me tell you something. I will give Parsons both some money, hands down. I will give him the, the that contract that that uh, Nick Bosa got. I will give Parsons. I wouldn't have now, a problem doing that. Y'all, y'all, y'all playing Parsons face. Guess who ain't gonna play in Parsons face? Them jokers in South Philly. We're not playing in his face at all. <laughs> Parsons <laughs> ain't CeeDee Lamb going to want top three wide receiver money. He top three now. But listen, I, I get that, but I just said it. Like, you're going to save over $40 million in cap space. You have enough to sign them both. Okay, we're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see in the offseason. Because, you know, because, because I, don't know if any, I don't know if y'all know, but Dak also took uh, a pay cut this year and next he year. He, yeah, he, 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 he restructured his contract. For next year, because they also got to sign Tyler Biotis to center. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm okay with that. Tyler Biotis, you can get this little four mil, four year, $85 million deal. There you go. Get out of my face. You know what I mean? But hey, now, am I saying that CD Lamb is a $160 million receiver? Yes. Uh, Heck no. What? Why not? Over five years? Over five years? Over five years, yes. CeeDee Lamb is not worth 160 million. 160 million over five years. Over five years? That's the market. Yeah, bro. He's gonna get it. That's the market. Look, look he it up right now. Who who just signed the uh, wide receiver, the biggest wide receiver contract? The first team all pro. He's gonna get that money. And the yeah. Dallas Cowboys are gonna fall apart because they're gonna be losing key players. He's going elsewhere. Philly don't have a market for CeeDee Lamb. Sorry. Listen, you don't have it. Listen. So Tyreek Hill signed a four year, $120 million contract. You telling me CD Lamb ain't worth it? Yeah, you're going to get that. That's so what I said. Over I said, five you, years? You pay CD Lamb, you're not getting a first round running back. Nah, I listen. I, I'm okay with going you to go need get a, a running back. I'm sorry. Derrick Henry, so baby. Derrick Henry. He gonna give me more than Tony Pollard. Don't yeah, want go, have, go, go have tell Derek Henry to go have several feet. I'm sorry, <laughs> that stuff is done. That's stiff arm. Oh, okay, stiff arm. Whatever. Listen, uh, if I'm Dallas, you let that you let that left tackle go. It's over for you. No, it ain't. Okay. No, it's not. Tyron, bro, we let Tyron Smith walk. We moved Tyler Smith out the tackle, and then we put um. Uh, what Collins at left guard? We're going to be fine. Okay. The problem is our right tackle. He stinks. Terrence Steele is horrendous. I let McCarthy go. Save some money. He'll give me a real coach. I'm um, real. Coach. And Dan and Quinn. You got, y'all both got to go. Dan both Quinn got to go. Yeah, y'all got to clean out. This. Yeah. I might want Jim Harbor or we lose tonight, <laughs> bro. Nah, Jim Harbor going to the I West Coast. I don't care. He's going to the West Coast. I'll, you know what? I'll say, Why? I'll say he wants to stay near his brother. 
I think he's he, really, he I think he's going to, to. I think he's getting a charger job. Heck yeah, yeah. I think Pierce, Antonio Pierce, will get the Raiders job. Yeah, think, yo, if I they don't give him the Raiders job, yeah, that's crazy. They, they they would have made the same mistake twice. They they, they yeah. brought in Josh McDaniels yep. and they had to enter. No, they don't yep. know the same mistake. Twice. And then and then they they the dude who is now with Green Bay. That was that was selling noise after the game. I, said, I couldn't even be mad at him. Yeah, I mean, they he's the interim. They played well. They let him go to bring in Josh McDaniel. Then you fire McDaniel and give Antonio Pierce a job. Come on, man. Don't 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 make this mistake twice. They said that I don't know if y'all know, but um Crosby, the DN, they said if Pierce don't get the job, he requesting a trade. Mm. I don't blame him. I said, now nah, nah, he, he a dog. He a he dog. He a dog. Dog. That joke is a pit bull in a German Shepherd mix. <laughs> That's a nasty dog. That's a nasty dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I want to see what's going to happen with the commander. Eric B. Enemy. Poor Eric B. Enemy. Listen, Eric. I'll take him in Dallas. I'm going to tell you now, I'll take him in Dallas. Yeah. I like that. I'll take I will, him in Philly too. I will take Eric Bieniemy in Dallas in a heartbeat. Like yes. I, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of hope Kellen Moore get that Chargers job. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> no way. Harbaugh's got that job in the bag, bro. Bro, because if I see Kellen Moore back in Dallas, I'm gonna be a Panthers fan. Like <laughs> they're gonna try to drive JJ McCarthy too. They're gonna drive that McCarthy kid. Hmm. You're gonna build that team around McCarthy, which is a mistake. But whatever. Mm, I don't know. I I, I kind of like uh, Justin Herbert, but I don't know. I don't know, man. This is this coaching carousel is annoying. We all know it's annoying. Um, I just hope my man Eric Bieniemy don't get the short stick again, man, because he what deserves the opportunity. Going to head coach job. That's what I want to figure out. Gerard Mayo, baby. Yeah, Gerard Mayo. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't care if it's Hellman, uh, what's that <laughs> other John? Decent, man, decent. <laughs> okay, Mayo. <laughs> Great value. <laughs> Great value. <laughs> Shower, bowl of the basket. <laughs> bowl of the basket, all that. Dukes, it don't matter. OJ Mayo without Tom Brady, it don't matter. <laughs> It don't even matter. I will say it's this though. Air Robert over there. I think I think he get rid of them that nut quarterback he got over there because Mac Jones is terrible. Yeah. Out of all that Bama quarterbacks, Mac Jones, even when he was at Bama, I thought he was the worst one. But he won one though. Okay. He better than Dak. What that mean? I'm <laughs> <laughs> He better than Dak where in the NFL? If 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 I'm New England, they better go out and get Justin Fields to stop playing. Yeah. 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 They better stop playing. Yeah. Shoot, but what, don't they got like the third pick this year or they they traded out of it? They, they gotta be them. I don't know. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be New England is a defensive team Ravens classic defensive team. They're gonna invest all in the mm. defense, have a subpar quarterback this long, you know. They just they just lucked out with the, with Lamar. I'm gonna be honest. Lamar just turned yeah. out to be a pretty good dad going with quarterback. You know what I'm saying? But they also got a good system that's utilizing his legs. Like everybody wants to take these athletic quarterbacks and make them something they're not. Like let Jalen Hurts be who Jalen Hurts is and stop running him mm-hmm. a quarterback power. 
I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Stop running Jalen Hurts between the tackles. Let him get out, extend plays with his legs. Let him make plays. Sorry. Don't disagree three, with you there. You got three running backs. Three running backs that can't run between the tackles. You want to put your running back, your quarterback can run quarterback power. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on. I, I don't disagree with you there, brother. But, yeah, man. It's been a good show, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, it's different, you know, because we normally talk about things from uh, our perspective as coaches. Um, but you know, we we've been uh, we've been talking hot about this this playoffs in our group text. So it was just one of those. Hey, let's throw a twist on our episode, man, and let's talk about these playoffs. Um, you know, hey, we're gonna do the same thing for the divisional round. Uh, you know, once yeah. once all the matchups is set. Uh, you know, we'll jump back on uh, one day this week and, you know, just kind of, you know, talk about those matchups for a little bit. And then uh, we'll get back on next week um, to talk about all those matchups and, you know, the conference championship and prepare for the Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, this has been another episode of uh, From the Sideline Podcast. Uh, we Bert. thank you all for tuning in. Um, you know, once again, I'm Coach Handy. Coach Scott. Coach Lang. Yeah, uh, we we appreciate you guys, uh, you know, tapping in with us, man, and and really being locked in with us with this. You know, we appreciate your support. So look out. Yo, because... hold on, I got one more comment though. I got one more comment. Go ahead, go ahead. I heard I heard, I heard Dak threw his helmet in frustration just last night, man, and that John got intercepted too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's a funny one. That was funny. That was hey, all Dallas. Oh, I got one more. All Dallas fans, go grab that blue bag of Doritos. This is not so year. <laughs> That'd be the red bag, my guy. All right, blue bag is cool ranch. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's all fun and games. Let's go birds. Let's go birds you know, tonight. Uh, definitely uh watch those matchups tonight. You know, they're gonna be two really good football games. So um, you know, we'll be tapping back in with you guys next week or uh later on this week, um, to talk about the divisional round. So Hey, should we, go, should we go live? Should we go live at halftime? When tonight? Hey, I mean, I'm gonna be tied up. <laughs> you might, you're right, you're both. Yeah, you're both, right? yeah. So I'm gonna be All tied right. up. So, um, That's but yeah, line. yeah, Lang, yeah, Lang got his uh ring on. You know what I mean? I got the real championship ring. You know what I mean? I got a black <laughs> one and a silver one, and I got a nice gold one coming. Gold ring, about baby. three weeks. All right, um. But yeah, uh, we appreciate y'all, um, and we will be talking with you soon. Peace. 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 Peace.